Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Wook AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from the Brooklyn Bunker. Folks, you know, it has become very clear to me, and I'm going to discuss this on this upcoming week's Woke Wednesday, but we need to just start referring to the governors in these red states as the Delta Plus variant ticks up as the Lambda variant becomes a, another focal point as executioners. I don't know what else you can refer to as a group of people with the power to mandate public health and safety um, as a way not to kill their constituents and then deciding to do the total and complete opposite. So what has happened, and this is according to the Tallahassee Democrat is this, quote, large school districts in both Florida and Texas are defying their governor's ban on mask mandates for students amid a surging number of COVID-19 cases. In Tallahassee, Leon County Schools has become the latest Florida district to ignore Governor Ron DeSantis's ban by requiring all elementary school and middle school students to wear a mask for the start of the school year. This mask not only protects the person wearing the mask, it protects the person beside them and in front of them and behind them, said Superintendent Rocky Hanna. Dallas ISD announced Monday that it will also require both students and teachers to don face coverings, and Houston School District is reportedly considering doing the same. Basically, according to this article and what we know because we've been covering it on Woke AF for quite some time, is that Florida has become some type of fucking COVID-19 Petri dish. You know, I reported on the fact that basically, you know, we, we're at a place where any new mutations are basically coming out of these two super hot zones in the country, Texas and fucking Florida. And why are they hot zones? Because their governors don't give a fuck, right? Since the beginning, Ron DeSatan has been talking about, yes, and I called him Ron DeSatan. That was not a slip. That is what the fuck I will refer to him as, as a going forward. Is that 
as soon as, you know, we saw who was dying initially, right? The essential workers, black and brown people, low-income people, people with pre-existing conditions, the Republican governors said, open up the country, open up the state, right? DeSatan didn't want to lose, not near a dollar. And so he is saying, yeah, come here, vacationers, come here, catch the virus, get back on your fucking flight bus, and then go back to your community and spread it everywhere. What we know coming out of different parts of the world are that children are in fact contracting COVID-19 and they are indeed dying of it. So yes, we understood that back last year when we were still new to this, gathering new information that we said, oh, it's unlikely that kids will die, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. If you're a fucking parent or a caregiver, are you trying to roll the dice on whether or not you're sending your kid into a safe environment because instead of following CDC guidelines, your governor is mandating that we follow politics, right? And, you know, again, I say this and I said it over the weekend on Reverend Al's show on MSNBC, you know, for folks who continually talk about the need for small government, right? The people can govern themselves. Government doesn't need to be in your business. I find it comical, comical that these governors, Abbott and DeSatan, are there in their states overruling their school boards, overruling their city councils, and essentially bigfooting any desire and initiative to try and keep the public safe, namely our fucking children. These are the same people that turn around and use children as a pawn as to why, you know, we need to cut back on crime or why, you know, we're pro-life and all of these things. And I've never seen a party that is actually pro-pandemic and pro-death. Like, when we say that the Republican Party has jumped the shark, how do you go from small government and pro-life to literally advocating for death? I have no idea. But that's exactly where we are. But what else could we think from a group that after kindergartners and first graders are gunned down in their classrooms and they take no action on gun control because of the NRA? Right. So we know that Republicans stance on kids. And what about the children? They can't see gay marriage because what about the children? We shouldn't allow children to be able to use whatever bathroom they identify with, because what about the children? Right. Children are a pawn. Right. They are purposeful in order to continue to push down the truth, the reality. We say, what about the children? Well, I'm asking now. As a person without kids, what about the kids? What is going to happen mid-October, which is what I keep saying and what our good friend, Dr. Jonathan Metzl, keeps saying. Keep an eye on mid-October. Because after a few weeks of kids being back in schools and in these places where they are negating the mask mandate, where you're seeing these rabid fucking frothing at the mouth parents talking about unmask my children, it's my liberty to kill them, right? What we are going to see with this current fourth wave is an enormous uptick in COVID cases and in COVID deaths. That's what's going to happen. There is nothing to show us that something else to the contrary will take place. And then we are going to go into the winter months where people will go back to being inside. And so I'm just wondering, I keep thinking to myself, what the fuck is the end game for Republicans here? What is their goal? 
And, you know, in all honesty, the goal is very simple. It's not anything, you know, deeply uh, thought about and, and, and researched or whatever. No, the game is to sow as much fucking chaos, right, as possible, obstruct government, obstruct the current administration, so much so you can then point to the continued rampage of the pandemic and the failed intervention of this administration, and then swoop in with your next tyrant in line to take the throne from Donald Trump, if it is not Trump himself. That's the goal. That's it. They create disorder. They create destruction in order to swoop in with their catchphrase of law and order. All of this, folks, you know, at the end of it, it was really about owning the libs, owning the libs to the point where we're willing to sacrifice our nation's children just so that you can feel like some fucking tough guy. It is bizarro land as it pertains to COVID. And I'm telling you, you know, I, I will, like I said, talk about this every single day. And I know that people are sick of it. I know that there is exhaustion, but let me tell you something. These mutations are not a fucking joke. And all I'm waiting for is for the news report, the breaking news to come out and say, oh, well, we are at whatever part of the Greek alphabet now. And this mutation you can catch by just looking at somebody and it can break through every single one of the vaccines that have been FDA approved because that's where we're headed. This is what viruses do. So by these people, actively trying to keep more virus in our atmosphere, they are just waiting, rolling the dice on all of our futures because there will be a mutation that will be breaking through our vaccine efforts. And then what? Right? Are we going to be having this continued conversation in 2022, 2023, and until the end of fucking days? I am just so outdone at the fact that we don't have class action lawsuits against these governors for murder, not even attempted murder. Because if you look, I mean, you all you would have to do, in my humble opinion, and again, you all know that I'm not an attorney, but in my humble, educated opinion, is look at what the CDC has recommended, what these governors are enforcing, when we would get new information, their reaction to them, and then track that with the number of COVID cases and the number of people that are dying in their state. There's your class action. Right? It is just, you know, I, I cannot believe that we are in a in this place and what frustrates me to death is that yes we are get we are on the precipice of signing uh of getting this largest infrastructure deal done and everybody wants to tote it as bipartisan forgetting that we have no two party system right like i i almost don't want these things to get done not because we don't need to have telecom broadband and build back our roads and bridges but because then we are legitimizing this current iteration of the republican party in thinking that we can work with them and knowing that in every other facet right now that they are working to undermine our democracy 
So it's like, oh, you can hold up this infrastructure bill. And I'm like, okay. And they're thwarting democracy every which way. And we know that they're inciting violence and they're connected with rioters and they're connected with domestic terrorists and all of these things. But, oh, they did this one thing. And that will be the conversation point, right? This will be what Mansion and Cinema use as to why we can't get rid of the filibuster. See, we can get this one thing done. And really, if you ask progressives, Right. And I'm listening to some of the more progressive members of Congress that are saying, you know, this is kind of like the same old, same old, just adding more money. But we're not addressing any of the current problems that we are facing. And one of the current problems, on top of the fact that we are living in a global health pandemic, not at the height, not in between, we're just now just living with a global health pandemic indefinitely. Thank you, Republicans. Thank you, DeSatan. Thank you, Abbott. Right? But here's the other piece of where we're going. So right now, as we are battling this virus, the Dixie Fire in California, which has been raging for weeks, has now been anointed as the second largest fire in history. What did I tell you guys the other day about these headlines that continue to want to say one in a million chances of this happening, but it happened again on Friday. Oh, we are in historic times. Oh, this is historic heat. Oh, we are breaking records. Why don't we just say what exactly it is that is happening? Climate change is now completely and totally out of our control. We had an opportunity 10, 15, 20 years ago when scientists warned us then of the steps that were needed to be taken in order to mitigate the impact of climate change. So now here the fuck we are, right? Where we have historic fires raging every fire season, historic breaking hurricanes that are happening every single fucking season. Tornadoes that pop up in areas that have never had tornadoes before. Parts of the world that are experiencing excessive heat that they have never experienced before. You know, I was on the Instagram account Earth Focus. And if you don't follow it, you should. If you like, you know, the likes of National Geographic and pictures of, you know, different geographical areas and different foliage and all of these things, different terrain, it's a wonderful site to follow. Nonetheless, I was on there over the weekend and I came across this harrowing set of photos. And it is of Greece, right? And what is terrible about these photos, and I, I don't know if if you all have had the wonderful pleasure of visiting Greece. I did um, many moons ago, a couple of years ago, not many moons ago, just a couple of years. And it's a beautiful country, beautiful, has its own economic depression, has its own fucked up politics, but the country itself is beautiful, as are the people that are there. So I come across this photo. And if you go back, I will tell you all, it was a couple of days ago on Earth Focus's Instagram. And it shows a picture of beautiful area, picturesque town of Limini in Evia in Greece. And you see in the forefront, the cities with buildings, lights on, and in the back, raging fires that have turned the entirety of the sky, what we saw last summer, orange. 
So I'm looking through these pictures and they are talking about mass evacuations and that in Greece, right, in this area, that some of the temperatures have soared to 47 degrees Celsius, which is 116, 117 degrees Fahrenheit, right? So I post a comment under the page saying, oh my God, you know, I really wish that people, our politicians, our world uh, politicians would fucking do something about climate change and stop pretending it doesn't exist and actually take significant action. Because when you're looking at areas of the world that are experiencing these incredible storms, these incredible fires that we have never seen before, the incredible heat that we have never seen before, we need to start taking action. Well, then I had some stupid idiots underneath the page tell me that, well, these are normal temperatures for Phoenix. This is uh, an average summer in Arizona. And I'm like, what part aren't you getting? What is normal in Arizona and in Nevada is not normal for, say, Alaska or Northern France or this area of Greece. It is absolutely abnormal. Just because something is normal for you in your region does not mean that it is normal across the board. And so there is a report by the UN that has come out. I don't think that we are taking the action that we need to be taking, nor do I feel like media is using the language that it should be. Because when we say that things are historic, when we say that it is out of the norm, right, it is not as forceful as it could be. We are hitting catastrophic climate level, right? That's what we should be talking about. We are in the midst of a catastrophe that if our temperatures continue to rise and sea levels continue to rise, not by inches, but by feet. We are talking about wiping out populations of people. We are talking about having a series, right, all over the world of climate refugees, right, who now have no homes, nowhere to live. We're talking about billions, tens of billions of dollars worth of damage. How will people be able to live? What will they live in when these areas are flooded or there's so much drought that then we have more fires? All of these things feed into themselves. And we think that what is happening in one part of the world doesn't affect us. And if there's nothing else that COVID has shown us is that that is not the case. That is it for today's Woke AF Daily Podcast. To hear more from me, including five full hour-long shows every single week, exclusive guest interviews, and more, support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.